You're listening to episode 228, Detox and Natural Healing with Eileen Durfee. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on. And then the body is just adapting and adapting. And, you know, what's the number one complaint most people have? The very first thing is, is you're fatigued, you're tired. you're. And what is that telling you? The body, like if the key to the front door was there, you'd go in the front door. But if not, you'd walk around to the backyard, maybe climb up a ladder, get in a window. You'd get there. But look how much more time and energy it took to do it. So there's a lot of pathways in the bodies to get something done and redundancies and everything that the body will go through. So there's a lot of people that their body is just, you know, spending so many extra steps to get where it needs to be that that they're out of energy. This is the dance of life. My name is Tudor Alexander, and we are going to go on a journey to hack your mind, body, and soul for living your best life yet. Tune in every week to learn something new, grow, and get inspired as we discover the secrets of success and practice the art of fulfillment. And if it's one thing I hope you learn from today, it's that your life is a dance. And just like any dance, you can learn to dance it well. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Happy Friday to you. Today is Friday, February 5th, 2021. Tough times never last, but tough people do. Dr. Robert Schuler. Great quote for today. You know, there's a lot of challenges in life, but none of them are probably as frustrating or as prominent as the ones in our health. When your health goes out of control, it's easy to lose your mind. But remember that it's just practice at strengthening your mind in the first place. All of our health challenges, I believe, have a spiritual lesson to offer us. Oftentimes what I've found, and you can tell me what your experience has been, but whenever I've had a health challenge, I've always had to learn something new about myself or about the situation, about how I normally handle situations in general. And that health problem seems to resolve in parallel with those spiritual lessons. So it's interesting that sometimes a stubborn health issue uh, can also be because we haven't learned what we need to learn yet spiritually. So not always the case necessarily, but I do think that there is always something to learn from your health problems in general. And today my guest discovered her life's calling from her own adversity dealing with health issues, health challenges. Today she helps people live healthier lives through detoxification and her wellness business, Creatrix Solutions. Her name is Eileen Durfee, and she is a former nuclear power engineer who became sick and toxic from chemical exposure. As she was trying to find a cure, she went through countless doctors and a journey of trying many different diets, fasts, therapies, and all kinds of other modalities. Then she found the cure with alternative health and detox protocols, which has helped her live pain-free ever since. During her journey to recover from her own allergies and environmental chemical sensitivities, She also founded her company, Creatrix Solutions, which she now shares with the world. Excited to have Eileen on the show with us today. Today, I'm going to be talking to her about all things detox, like where you want to look for 
different tests, what kind of gadgets there are, what kind of solutions for certain specific toxic problems. You know, there's so many toxins out there. It's just absolutely crazy. You're about to find out as we get into it. Eileen is a wealth of information. I'm super excited to pick her brain about everything that she's learned in her journey with detox and wellness and all the things that she's created and shared with the world. So super important stuff. If you know anybody that will benefit from today's episode and that maybe has some sort of job where they're exposed to different toxins, this might be a great episode for them to listen to or anybody else who's interested in optimizing their life, being a having a healthier life, living in optimal health, you know, having a detox solution uh, or a protocol in your life that helps you minimize toxins between the things that you take, between the things you eat, what the habits you have, things you clean with, the personal care products you use, all that stuff together is sort of your protocol. And uh, it's very important to have a good protocol. Otherwise, those things can really do a number on your body. If you want to get more information from all the things we talk about today in terms of the solutions and products and things, you can check out Creatrix Solutions at creatrixsolutions.com. That's just Creatrix, that's C-R-E-A-T-R-I-X, solutions.com. I'm going to put a link for it in the show notes post for this episode. That's uh, going to be at danceoflife.com slash podcast. All right, just about to jump into it. Guys, I'm super excited to share Eileen's conversation with you. Hope you really get something out of it. I mean, it's really, I talk about this stuff all the time and I learned a thing or two as well, you know, chatting with her. So I'm very excited. If you know anybody that wants to hear this kind of message today, share it with them. I appreciate you for being here. Let's do this detox and natural healing with Eileen Durfee. I mean, pretty much, uh, I'm first curious how you got into this. Did you, were you always in the health or, you know, how did you kind of get well, into I used doing what to you be, do now? I used to be really sick. Okay. So when you get tired of what the doctors tell you to do that doesn't work, yeah. you know, you start looking at, you know, what does my body need? That was my underlying question. I knew it needed something. Yeah. What were you sick with? Like what happened if you don't mind sharing? Um, Let's see. I was allergic to everything. Wow. My lungs would close up. Um, you know, I'd get hives. And this was anything to do with cleaning chemicals, any kind of odor, smell from carpets to paints to, you know, anything like that. And then I was allergic to all kinds of foods. I mean, I had psoriasis all over my body, thyroid disease. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just like incredible, all the laundry list of things that, you know, were wrong with me. Wow. What, uh, I mean, so did you find out what, what happened? Obviously, it's probably some sort of toxic buildup, but how did you, how did you well, find out what happened and what actually well, happened? I, well, I thought my whole problem was candida mm-hmm. because I went on the candida diet. I mean, for three years, I never ate anything out of a jar or a can. Everything was prepared fresh you know, no more than 80 to 100 grams of carbohydrates a day, lots of protein and vegetables, no fruits, you know, kind of ate like that. And then uh, 
uh, anytime you go off the diet, you still had the problem. So it wasn't until I got into hair analysis mm -hmm. that I realized that I was toxic and then I was mineral deficient and my adrenal and thyroid gland were underactive. And it's just like this whole domino effect of things that can go wrong. And yeah, so it was through that program that then detoxification became very important. And it was obvious from, you know, being a nuclear power plant construction, being around, you know, welding fumes and just all these mm. different toxins that were having an effect on me. And so, uh, you know, I started restoring my health and now I'm not allergic to anything, you know, wow, that's that awesome. is just like, you know, amazing. I'm, you know, don't have any pain in my body. I wake up full of energy, you know, and so it's a that's different lifestyle, you know, um, you know, I pretty much eat healthy foods, uh, but not, you know, extreme in, you know, one way or another. But, yeah. yeah. Well, it's pretty inspiring. I mean, it's just uh, goes a testament to how the body can heal and recover uh, yeah. if you give it the right, right tools. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I did hair is. testing for 10 years. I, I don't do it so much anymore, but I did do it for 10 years and it was very interesting, but you for sure need somebody that can interpret the patterns that can tell you, okay, you know, this is related to this, but I think for toxic stuff, hair testing is pretty much the gold standard. You can see some really crazy. Um, yeah. But some people that and are mercury and arsenic and all this stuff. Yeah. A lot of people that are toxic will show low levels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's a real science. Until they go on a it. nutrition plan and then it releases and. Right. Was yeah, there anything? So was there anything in particular that you correlated to like your symptoms? Like for example, you know, maybe you had high mercury or something and that was causing you to be more reactive to, I don't know, certain allergies or something like that. Was there anything like that? Well, I mean, initially for years I had a high sodium potassium ratio, but I had low potassium, low potassium is mm. an allergy pattern, high sodium potassium ratios, inflammation, you know, pain um, before I got on hair analysis, you know, to sleep and to go to the bathroom. I was taking lots of calcium and magnesium. Well, it was going in all the wrong places, causing joint pain, hmm. you know, slowing down my thyroid gland. There was a lot of factors that when I started changing, you know, the supplements and a little bit of the food that I was eating, then, you know, it was miraculous, uh, you know, what happened, but the whole leaky gut situation was really caused by the adrenal glands inability to make the hormones to bind copper to a protein to make it bioavailable in the body. That's why just this avoidance diet, hmm. you know, just doesn't work. You've got, it's like a swimming pool. If it's got uh, an algae problem, you dump a copper side in it. And then hmm. the copper kills all that. And so in the body, I mean, even some antibiotics you take work by causing the liver to release copper to kill the pathogen. Yeah. So when you don't have bioavailable copper in the body to keep these, the microbiome in check, you know, with candida, then, you know, all kinds of things can happen. Hmm. And uh, so when you heal the gut and you get your adrenal glands working a little bit better, 
and you support your body with minerals, it will naturally, like you said, get on a program that's going to eliminate stuff. But then my thing was, well, how can we make it eliminate faster? You know, so I got yeah. into making <laughs> the best sauna and breathing more oxygen and, you know, doing all these things together because it's really all about energy in the body production yeah. and utilization, you know, of energy. And that's your creatrix uh, shop, right? Business. Yeah. What, yeah. Where did you get that name from? Well, actually I was doing some research into that and I wanted something that, you know, kind of flowed with creating because I'm a gizmo woman, you know, after being a nuclear power plant engineer, auditor, trainer, you know, teaching people how to read in blueprints. I mean, when I go to sleep at night, I wake up, I see images, the solution, the better widget, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always creating. And so that's where I come up with Creatrix. Nice. You know? I'm always curious when people, you know, have a, like a cool name for their business or something, how they came up with it. So. Yeah. Well, why do you think detoxing is so important? I mean, a lot of people maybe have not, a full understanding of what detoxing means, but why do you think it's so important today? Well, every cell in our body is designed with an enzyme binding site. People don't realize that. Just like a new car, it has specifications. The tires go where the tires are, the seat, the engine, the steering wheel. But what if the steering wheel wasn't there? What if you had to like hold on to a tire? I mean, mm. you know, it might work, but see, your body by design, like the bones, teeth, and nerve fibers, that's where 99% of our calcium goes. The man's prostate has more zinc than any organ. The thyroid gland has more selenium. But oftentimes, the body, even if the right mineral was available, cannot get it to the cell. Mm. And there's a you know, variety of reasons why that is. But basically, out of survival mechanism, the body will use a substitute part. Kind of like if your muffler fell off and you had bailing wire, you'd go up there and you'd tie it up. And I mean, you could get from point A to point B. It might yeah. rattle, Put you some know. Duct tape on your window. <laughs> it's just not going to work like, you know, the desired effect. So the body, based on the table of elements chart, it will grab something really similar, like cadmium similar to zinc. Hmm. But cadmium is super toxic. But the body will use something other than the ideal mineral to get some kind of function. It will give you something rather than nothing, hmm. like uh, lead for calcium, you know, aluminum for magnesium. And so... When we're in a state of being stressed or our electrolytes are out of balance, so these cellular processes don't work at the rate or frequency that they're supposed to, or if we wait too long to eat and our energy tanks, then even if that equipment was working, it temporarily can't work. So the body has to do something and delivering the minerals from the foods we eat to the cells has to be pumped through, it's called a concentration gradient, but it's, it's like a, you know, a water line system under pressure with pumps. Yeah. And when that ratio of that sodium pump isn't right, so it's not functioning, 
you know, the body is able to take heavy metal because they're heavier and it can deliver that toxic metal to that enzyme binding site as a substitute junkyard part. So it's like too many people are living on caffeine or on the go, aren't getting enough rest. All these things can contribute to the utilization of substandard elements where the good part would need to be, let alone the other problem of our soils being depleted to where most of our food doesn't have what we need anyway. So even under ideal circumstances, you're probably still going to have some, you know, deficiencies. And then under times of stress, your body's going to require more of certain nutrients. And the stress factor, you know, like if a lion is chasing a zebra, and that happens very long, the zebra is going to collapse. We have this fight or flight system and about 20% of people tested, they're in that fight or flight mode. So it's sympathetic dominance. It's taking away blood from the digestion and healing to putting it into the muscles and everything like that. And there's people that are stuck in that mode. And so they're going to be dumping, you know, massive amounts of different minerals that are going to cause certain health problems. Hmm. Then there's other people that are just so wore out that when they eat their food, their body can't digest it very fast to turn it into energy. So they're lacking energy. So it's just, it's really about energy and how the body uh, uses light you know, and phototherapy and, and everything to get people going, the circadian rhythm. I mean, we're indoors most of the time. It's like we're, we have the 20th century disease. We're breathing air that doesn't have yeah. enough negative ions in it that's full of toxins, you know, three to five times more toxic indoors and outdoors, according to the EPA. Then a lot of people have the sitting disease where they're not moving enough. I mean, there's just so many factors besides our food, besides disrupted sleep with the blue light. And I mean, there's just so much stuff going on. And then the body is just adapting and adapting. And, you know, what's the number one complaint most people have? The very first thing is, is you're fatigued, you're tired. You're, and what is that telling you? The body, like if the key to the front door was there, you'd go in the front door. But if not, you'd walk around to the backyard, maybe climb up a ladder, get in a window, you'd get there. But look how much more time and energy it took to do it. Hmm. So there's a lot of pathways in the bodies to get something done and redundancies and everything that the body will go through. So there's a lot of people that their body is just, you know, spending so many extra steps to get where it needs to be that they're out of energy. Hmm. That's a great, that's a great explanation with the uh, front door and having to <laughs> sneak into your house. <laughs> Cause it's true. I mean, there's so many, it's, it's really kind of amazing actually, if you think about it, because even these times when I read, um, you know, I think recently I read some article about this lady that was drinking I don't even know, like two, three liters of Coke a day or something like that for <laughs> months, you know, for months until she ended up either dying or something really terrible happened. But I mean, 
the fact that it lasted that long, you know, it's just, it's crazy <laughs> to think how the body can just deal with all of the, um, you know, crazy things that they're packed in there with the microplastics and uh, toxic metals, halogens, all these kind of things that it's just crazy. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is people don't realize that you need to shift your body to a state where it's more predisposed to rejecting the toxic metals mm. and the poisons, because just like that key to the front door, if it is there and the body has the biology in place to use it, it will, it will always use the most efficient item present when it can. Mm. And so, you know, how do you when, do that? How do you align your body basically to be, are you talking about, for example, in hair testing, the difference between slow oxidizer and fast oxidizer? Yeah. See, you want to be a balanced, you know, energy, but during the day, because of the circadian rhythm, you're naturally faster in the morning yeah. and you slow down in the evening. And so we want an adaptive metabolism. So when we have a stress, we speed up, we handle it, but that we don't get stuck. We slow back down. You know, we're able to have this, this adaptive, you know, energy and, uh, you know, probably 80% of people tested don't have adaptive energy. Mm. And when you can manipulate with antagonists and synergists, you know, the minerals and, you know, give your body when it's in a certain state, more of what it needs, you know, to bring balance, then the body is going to naturally utilize the preferred minerals and then eliminate the toxic ones. So like you'll mm -hmm. see people dumping all kinds of maybe cadmium, yeah. you know, where previously had a really low level of zinc and then their zinc will begin to come up or mm -hmm. there's just different things. But the real key to this is opening up your detoxification pathways yeah. because once you start that program, it's like a, a regular test is a guide to see, you know, what, what you're doing, is it effective or not? You know, and then every imaginable symptom can happen because your body's going to think it won the lottery. Hey, when, when it has the energy and it has the new car part, boom, it, it's just going to do this transformation. And a lot of people don't stick with the program because they can barely live through it. It's like maybe they mm. have headaches and their headaches started getting worse, or maybe they had insomnia and their insomnia got worse because they're dumping copper. So, you know, I teach doing the near infrared sauna, you know, that you don't have to preheat, that you're going to be breathing extra oxygen. You know, you're going to sweat twice as much in half the time. You're going to have the light therapy. So your ATP cellular energy increases. You don't have to wait for the food to digest, to metabolize, to create that ATP. You're going to have like that uh, 10.72 pH healthy self. It's 20% minerals with a negative charge. So the 3000 nanometers from the light shining on it will expand and gel the water in your body. And then cause protons to go inside the cells. Then our heroes, the guys that clean up molecular debris, the lysosomes, they will drop the internal pH like a rock, 
with the outside alkalinity, it actually generates hydroelectricity. They never knew how that energetic flow happened until the fourth phase of water from Dr. Polak. Yeah. It's, so it's crazy stuff. I remember reading about all the, uh, just all the, the neural networks and how the body's communicating constantly through the water at a, you know, micrologic, a microscopic scale through the connective tissue and the fascia. I mean, it's just, it's, it's pretty heady stuff. I mean, you're, you're very technical, which is good. You understand it. I, I kind of half understand it, but it's still very marvelous to look at. Yeah. Well, I just figure out how can I bring that into my life? Yeah. So, exactly. you know, I'm drinking the water that has that negative charge with the high pH and the minerals. Cause you know, Hey, when you're a sauna anyway, you need to hydrate because you're going to lose minerals. Then with the incandescent bulbs, you're going to get that magic 3000 nanometers. Plus you're getting red light, near infrared light, mid infrared light, then throw the brief safe in there. A lot of people don't think about this. You're in a sauna. They've analyzed sauna sweat compared to the sweat from when you are exercising. And there's just a distinct difference between the contents of both of those sweats. See exercise is sympathetic dominance and that's full of more of your minerals you're losing, not mm. so much toxins. Now, in the sauna sweat, you're more in the parasympathetic mode, and it's more filled with all kinds of toxic heavy metals and plastics and all the stuff that we don't want to have. That's interesting. But when we're in the sauna, the temperature rises and the sweat rises, the humidity rises. So you're inhaling toxic humidified sauna sweat, yeah. which I thought was a problem. <laughs> So I created the Breeze Safe. It's a plasma air purifier that quickly breaks down volatile organic compounds. And it was kind of an accidental part of my invention, but it also increases oxygen levels 70 to 118%. Wow. So it like really pairs well with my near infrared sauna. And an additional thing that I liked about the Europeans when they evaluate whether a sauna is good or not, they account half of the benefits of a sauna to the negative ion component. And, you know, here in America, we went away from the traditional saunas that cost us three to $400 a month to heat up, to have a daily sauna with the yeah. big heaters, with the rocks. So now we no longer have the benefit of pouring water over rocks. That's what released the negative ions into the air for inhaling. Because in Europe, they had two groups of people. And as long as you inhaled 20,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter, mind you, some saunas were producing poisonous positive ones and people were getting wore out when they were in the <laughs> sauna. But, you know, the goal, the gold What standard, was the difference? How are they creating the The type the of metal that the heater was made oh, out of would determine whether it was making enough positive, I mean, too much positive or enough negative ions. And so they would hmm. test these heaters. But when people actually had 20,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter, when they were inhaling it in a sauna, amazing thing happened. See, the first thing your body does anytime you're in a sauna is your rectal temperature goes down. Again, that's the homostatic process of trying to cool you down because you're hot. That's a stress response. Well, when you're inhaling negative ions, the rectal temperature does not go down. Hmm. So it's interesting. Then the other factor is the skin surface temperatures were hotter. The sweat volume coming off the body was double 
Okay, so here's a person who's a lot hotter, sweatier, you'd think they'd be complaining. You know, I, I this is just too hot. I don't feel well. I can't stand a sauna kind of thing. But they interviewed everybody and they actually felt more comfortable and refreshed than taking a sauna without the negative ions. And amazingly enough, I mean, the whole reason why you take a sauna is for core body temperature increase so that weakened, sick, infected cells die. And so that you can sweat and detoxify. And here, when people were getting out of the sauna after inhaling the negative ions, their rectal temperature continued to rise. Wow. I mean... You know, how good is that? So, of course, that's why I came up with the Breeze Safe, and you'll be inhaling 56,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter in the convertible size tent with one Breeze Safe. Cleaning up your toxic humidified sauna sweat, breathing 70 to 118% more oxygen. And so, the claim for my sauna system is you're going to sweat twice as much in half the time and feel better because mm. of the light therapy and, you know, the energy. And and those are two things. Those are basically a, a filter, uh, like a, an air purifier filter type yeah. of device, and then a sauna that you step into. Right. And here's the little, little guy right here. Oh, wow. It's, re it's really mean, small. People won't be able to see it, but it's super tiny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, you can. That little thing does all that work, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. And, uh, they uh, can run off of one of those power banks that can charge your phone. Wow. I have people with multiple chemical sensitivities that they throw a bag with a strap over their shoulder and they position the little device at their waist and they can walk around and not have allergy problems with, you know, breathing hmm. their own little bubble of clean air. How does it generate the ions though? I mean, is different, that like it's, it's high frequency electricity that's different between the needles and the plates. So there's a boosted mm. circuit in there with a special ratio of negative ions. It actually makes 19,100,000 negative ions and 4,550,000 positive. So it's like a really supercharged and visible electrical cloud that has more powerful uh, neutralization of volatile organic compounds and, and, you know, toxic poisonous things that we don't want to be breathing than say a regular negative ion generator. It's, mm. I mean, the LAX airport, for instance, has giant plasma air purifiers. I mean, huge ones because they get rid of the jet fumes in the concourses at the airports. Mm. So it's a, you know, a new technology. Maybe a lot of people aren't, you know, familiar with it. And the difference between mine and some of the other ones is they really don't make that many negative ions because theirs also produces too high of levels of ozone gas. Because you're not supposed to breathe more than 0.02 part per million ozone in the air. And my breathe safe, the special ratio keeps us under that threshold for the ozone. So it works really well. You know, a lot of people like ozone generators. And I mean, if you're going to turn it on and leave the house, you know, that's one thing. But people don't realize that the ozone gas O3 goes in and the lungs, the lipid nature of our tissues 
that oxidation from that O3 molecule damages the tissue. And besides that, it competes for oxygen receptor sites in the lungs. A lot of people, mm. oh, I love the smell of ozone. I'm breathing deeper. I'm going, yeah, because <laughs> your body has to, because it's not getting enough oxygen. It's a survival mechanism. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Please don't breathe ozone gas. <laughs> yeah, I know it's good for um, topical stuff. You know, obviously it has a lot of applications, but you definitely don't want to be breathing that stuff. And especially if you're going to you be know. handling it, I mean, not a good idea. Ozonated water is wonderful. Dissolve the gas in water, drink it, use it to clean. I mean, it's a miracle. Just don't breathe it. And so the breeze mm. safe, I call it, is safe <laughs> and solves a lot of problems for people. That's cool. You know, what do we do most of the time? Every second we're breathing. That's mm. our number one pathway for exposure. You know, then what do we do? We put stuff all over our skin. Whatever we put on our skin is in our bloodstream in 30 seconds. Hmm. You know, I was doing some research and they were saying the typical woman is exposed to over 500 chemicals in all their wow. makeup and body and, you know, home and laundry. I mean, you count up all those chemicals. And so I teach people, you know, hey, let's get some clean air. Let's start putting on natural skincare. We have a whole skincare line now that, you know, and they actually work. You know, you can read the reviews, deodorants that work that are natural and, you know, balms and lotions that heal up problem skins that nothing has fixed before. But it's just nourishing natural ingredients that are healing, you know, to our tissues. And then, of course, you know, what kind of water are you drinking? You know, there's a lot of people in the health revolution drinking distilled water and reverse osmosis water. And so I want to look at water under a microscope. What's the surface tension? What's the geometric structure of that water? Is the water, you know, those two waters are not hydrating as far as to our body cells, the surface tension and the structure of it. The most hydrating water is spring water. So then you can go into, you know, what spring waters are best and all those kinds of things. But that geometry and surface tension with minerals, because if you're drinking distilled or reverse, you're going to rip minerals from your body and you already have too low of minerals. And so, you know, I teach people about drinking the right kind of water. Um, we have like a disc that structures the water. You can literally taste the difference within... Um, 20 minutes it you know and if you look at the liquid under the microscope before and after it changes the surface tension into that sacred geometry like spring water has and so it's you know more hydrating i mean you think of it you know they've done all those studies where they'll play classical music and the shape of the water changes yeah. you know or how snowflakes are you know so there's energies that you can influence the structure of water and then it becomes, you know, more hydrating. Well, even with plants too, I think they, uh, there's a pretty famous experiment where they put a kind of ongoing recording for like the plant to grow. And then one of them was like compliments, I think. And the other one was just like insults. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, the, obviously the plant with the insults kind of feel bad for that plant, but, uh, it, it just wilted, which is really interesting. I mean, there's definitely something, something about that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, and then people need to move. 
And the neat thing, there was a study done in Germany where there were 40 women who rode bicycles three days a week for 45 minutes. And they took all their measurements and everything. And after a month, the control group that, you know, just rode bicycles were compared to a group that had near infrared light shining on them when they exercised. Hmm. And it was amazing because the near infrared light changed the individual metabolism of the fat cells. You know, we mm. were just talking about the whole body being fast or slow. Yeah. It was measured with hair analysis, but different cells have their own metabolism and fat cells are the slowest. And a lot of fat cells have toxins in it. Yeah. So in this study, the, the women that had the near infrared light shining on lost eight centimeters in the circumference of their body and lost over 444% more fat and weight. Wow. So it actually contoured the women and they had less pain and their blood sugar was better. Now it's like, man, uh, now I don't know about you, but most exercise programs are more than 45 minutes, three days a week. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so there's a lot of amazing things that happen to the body when near infrared is shined on was it. That you know, 20 minutes a day of near infrared? Like how much exposure was it? It was 45 minutes a day. 45 minutes, three mm. days a week while exercising, right? That's interesting. Cause I mean, I have a red light therapy device and I use it. They tell you to use it, you know, 10 minutes, twice a day, no more than that. Near infrared is different than red light. Hmm. Uh, near infrared is 700 to 1400 nanometers. Red light is like 500 to 699. Hmm. So red light has a biological effect, you know, for I collagen and surface. A near infrared frequencies. It was like a whole like spectrum of them. It had some red light, but then I think some of the ones were like up to like the 900s for mm-hmm. near infrared. Cause yeah, it was the, the whole selling point of the machine was like a, a mix of, you know, you get, every, <laughs> you get everything. So yeah, I was like, all right, well, might as well, you know, diversify, but right. Uh, I was, I wasn't sure about the timing. Cause I, like I said, I heard it was only supposed to be about, you know, whatever, 10 minutes, twice a day, but I guess with near infrared, you can do more than that. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And so, uh, you know, movement, you know, the flexibility nature, the more nitric oxide, you know, it's filling your body with antioxidants. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things there to be said to start doing um, movement with the near infrared light. We have actually the portable hot, uh, you know, the portable hot yoga studio. It is big enough literally to do a full yoga practice in. Wow. A lot of the. Uh, like one of those portable and- sauna type things you can set up in your house. Yeah, I have one that even if you're six foot five, you can stand up, sit down, lay down in wow. and uh, put it together without tools. If your hairdryer works in the outlet, it'll work. Uh, it all has the travel bags. That's what the the NFL, UFC fighters, all that. That's why they love it so much. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's mm. a system that you'll sweat twice as much in half the time and feel better because you're you know, using the phototherapy, but that helps you detox. And that's the thing is the the planet that we live in with our food supply, the air we breathe, all the stuff we're exposed to. We just constantly have to be mindful about detoxifying. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, balancing the body, I believe guided with hair analysis, the wisest. I'm not a real proponent in using chelators because chelators rip everything. They're yeah. non-discriminatory. So if you're already low in zinc, gee, it'll take zinc and the cadmium. What are some examples so people know what a chelator is? Like even, uh, you know, like charcoal, uh, coconut charcoal yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, the clays, the Corella, you know, spirulina. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's natural chelators too, you know, pectins, uh, you know, a little bit of pectin because of the fiber is not bad. But, you know, you just have to realize that going on some, you know, herbs, you know, things like that, that, that they're practically can barely live through their detox program. And then to, you know, a lot of people that do that, that do lots of detox programs, they'll feel good for a while, then they'll feel worse again. And they're just, you know, it's a spiral because I think that they're creating more imbalances and they're fixing. Mm. Now, if you're a firefighter and you've been exposed to all kinds of who knows what, then I'm for doing a chelation, you know, a program, but yeah, then like a short-term type of thing. A short-term kind of thing, and then get on the real mineral balancing. Because if you can fix the reason why your body had to use the junk in the first place, then it's gonna naturally give it up. It's like we're all like an onion with all these layers and, and yeah. we just got to take it a layer at a time and, you know, try to enjoy the journey too and, and keep <laughs> some balance when you're doing it. You know, some of these real extreme things, you know, are stressful. What are some of the, the main sources of toxins that people, or I would say, actually, let me put it this way, because what are some of the sources that are hidden that people don't realize they're very toxic or, you know, that are just in the house and, you know, you aren't really aware of it, that people should form some habits around. You know, I used to build houses, you know, and, and for years before they sold non-toxic cleaning chemicals and everything, um, you know, I was into that. So, I mean, a lot of people, you know, that are health conscious might be already aware of these things, but yeah. I mean, like I went over to my son's when he was in college and they had these Glade Airwick fresheners plugged oh, into man. the outlets. I hate those things. <laughs> well, if you look in the ingredients, they're on the health and human services website, a bunch of them as carcinogenic items, but yeah. because each one's below the maximum allowed amount right. that it's legal, <laughs> but it actually doesn't purify the air. It's actually putting particles in the air to help make you sick. And a lot of candles are like that. You know, um, actually, if you get the real beeswax candles, those actually release negative ions in the air. Yeah. And the other safe kind of candle would be a soy candle. But other than that, you're actually soy just- Soy or, or soy? So, soy, yeah, yeah. It's a soy candle. I never heard of that before. Yeah, well, it's, they- Is that brand name or is it a material? No, it's, it's a material. This is a beeswax candle here that I'm holding, but they do make ones, because I've been researching this. Um, yeah. uh, the soy ones do, doesn't put the soot and it burns longer and mm, cleaner. Interesting. I mean, the very best for you is the beeswax, a natural old fashioned beeswax, because yeah. it actually cleans the air. 
and it'll be scented based on what flowers the bees were collecting the pollen from. Mm. So they, you know, have different candles, but so, you know, you can be your own worst enemy with, you know, types of air fresheners instead of cleaning the air, you know, um, the soap you're using in your laundry, you know, because then your clothes are on your skin too. So you're, mm. you know, you're getting the transdermal effect, but also the aroma, um, just, you know, your dishwashing soap, the soap you use, you know, every kind of cleaning chemical you can imagine is emitting things. Then mm. when you go to build your house now, it's wonderful because you can get zero VOC paint, volatile organic compounds. I mean, those are known to cause cancer. So, you know, a lot of houses are painted with this stuff. So you just got that cancerous stuff emitting out in the air in your home, the carpets, the formaldehydes, you know, so I always tell people try to go with solid surface. Then there's different kinds of stains. You know, you could get Rubio oil, which is a natural non-toxic stain versus all these others that are putting volatile organic compounds into the air. Mm. Um, there's just so many things. The furniture. Oh, my gosh. You know, the furniture is emitting stuff. And then because of the uh, uh, polyurethane in there, they have to fill it with so much fire retardant chemicals. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a a toxic mess that is, you know, emitting, you know, into our air, our draperies. I mean, I could just go on and on uh, beyond the materials that the home is made of, of what you fill it with. You know, and I tell people that if they can't go all solid surface, there's some actually some uh, pretty neat uh, shampoo for carpeting that prepares it for a sealer and it completely locks out the off gassing from wow, new carpet. And uh, so, so there's a lot of things that, you know, you can do, but I would, you know, your number one exposure is breathing. So nowadays you don't have to get real creative to come up with some non-toxic natural cleaners. There's multiple different brands and they're available at different mainstream stores and online. And so, and the prices have gotten more reasonable. And uh, now with the organic movement, you know, more people are wanting to have natural this and that, and to be free of this and that. I mean, even the cookware, people's cookware that they're using is putting things into their food that they're ingesting that can make us toxic. So you kind of have to look under (laughs) every rug, so to speak, to find potential exposure. How do you test? I mean, what are some ways that people besides hair testing that they can test, I guess their environment themselves, their body. I mean, there's so many different ways to assess toxin levels, but what have been your, favorite ones besides hair testing? Um, you know, actually doing muscle testing, you know, cause people can even change quickly from a hair test and no yeah. longer need what they're doing. So I've taught people how to do muscle testing, applies kinesiology to figure it out what your body needs or what you might be allergic to, to avoid. Um, that is a quick, you know, way to go. And there's, I don't know, there's what, seven or eight different methods. 
So you really just need to get educated. There's some good books on it. Um, Actually, one of my favorite chapters out of one book that explains all the different methods and how to do it is in the book called The Emotion Code. There's just one chapter in there, you know, and by Bradley Nelson. And that was really fantastic so that people can check to see, you know, you know, what's best, you know, as far as the food I'm eating, the supplements I'm taking, you know, anything you know, cause your body can tell you. Hmm. You have a, a salt that you sell. That I'm really curious about. You can talk about that. What is, what is the importance of healthy salt? Well, you know, I was at a trade show and there was a Korean guy there and he had the most expensive salt in the world. And I thought, Oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm never going to do oh, that. Yeah, Koreans have really good salt. And so he had, all the different red salt, Celtic salt, you know, the Himalayan salt. He had just all these different salts, you know, cause that's what I was doing. I was just using, you know, every kind of sea salt, mm. you know, getting my variety. And so he had these cups of water that had acid, you know, pH in there. And so he would add pinches of all these salts and they still remained acid, but he put a pinch of healthy salt in there and it went blue. I said, okay, I'm getting this. Give me a big jar of that. And then I immediately cut my hair just a half inch long for a test. Then Mm -hmm. I took healthy salt every day for a month and I cut my hair again. Then I stopped for a month. Boy, that was the hardest thing because I felt so good when I was taking it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, but I stopped for another month and I cut my hair again and I did another month. And so I cycled for six months so I could see what my body would do whenever it would have healthy salt. And I mean, I dumped probably 25 years of cadmium out of my body when I was taking this. So then the next thing was, is I sent the salt off to be analyzed by a third party lab. Did it have cadmium in it? Why is this in my hair? You know, and I just analyzed that, found out that the pH was a 10.72%. It was 20% minerals. It was a powder. It had the finest... I mean, if the wind's blowing, don't try to take a pinch of it because it just blows. Hmm. And then it has a negative charge. I analyzed all that. And, you know, like pink Himalayan salt, for instance, has one part per million magnesium. Healthy salt has 6,800 parts per million magnesium. I mean, it's like Himalayan salt, really, when you take the sodium chloride and the sulfur, you have 0.8%, less than 1% minerals. But wow, you read the labels of these sea salts and you'd think you were just getting chucked full of minerals. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Himalayan salt, I remember reading a bunch of stuff on how they found over like 80 different, you know, even man-made chemicals because of where it's mined and stuff like, uh, you know, really high numbered chemicals on the uh, periodic table. So I'm like, eh, the Himalayan salt's not that healthy as people think it is. No, actually, the longer you leave it in water, the higher the ORP and the lower the pH goes. You know, mm. all that that book, what was it in 2003 about doing the Soleil, the salt Soleil, mm. that it was so health, unhealthy for you. Oh my gosh. Uh, what was so, the salt Soleil? I don't remember that. Well, there's a book that teaches you to dissolve salt. It's like there's a saturation, only so much salt will dissolve in water. Mm -hmm. So it's a solute 
solution. And then they teach you to take some of it every day. Hmm. Well, the ORP goes really up. So that's high inflammation. The pH is acid. And uh, so it's not all it's cracked up to be, but with the healthy salt being 10.72 pH, it's phenomenal because I sell the ultra sensitive pH test strips and the 14 panel urinalysis. So most people, I tell them, okay, before you start, do your 14 panel, lay it there, let it react, do your pH. And it'll tell you whether you got kidney, liver, you're uh, dehydrated or all these stuff, you know, and most people will do that. And then they will take their healthy salt. They'll work up on it. And some people have to start with just what balances on a toothpick. I mean, it's just like very, very little. That's what the directions say on the jar to start there. And because like there's uh, a person I know that, you know, had a failed foot surgery. And so they have to take you know, hydrocodones, you know, and for them, they couldn't take more than what was on that balanced on a toothpick per day, or they'd have a headache, you know, so that's where I tell everybody to start. And people will just be like, you could, should read the product reviews on what it's done to people. Um, It kind of goes hand in hand with Dr. Batman Galish's book, your body's many cries for water, how you need the sodium for the hydration and, you know, salt, he says, sucks. It's like an antihistamine and water allocation in the body is done by histamine receptors. And the body's so smart. If you're dehydrated, it'll sacrifice your joint tissue and give the water to the bone marrow because that's more important. Hmm. And there's many other aspects of that, depending on how dehydrated you are, what your body is going to sacrifice. But a lot of people, he says over 80% of all these diseases because you're dehydrated. Hmm. So the healthy salt is phenomenal for hydration and also the detoxification because of the energy production with the fourth phase of water and the lysosomes and all these things. But to have something that's a negative charge, 20% minerals, 10.72 pH, because most of our diets are too acid. You know, most people, I mean, are just eating too acid. And so when you can just actually take a toothpick full of salt and put it in every beverage, you know, that's, I just have healthy salt in every beverage that I have all day where do you, long. Where do you uh, get it from? I mean, there's... I get it from South Korea. It's, oh, it's in South Korea. mined on an island. And then there's a group of people, this family, they've been processing the salt for over 2,000 years. Wow. It's a very, uh, you know, secretive process that they got, you know, guard, but it takes almost four years. Uh, of the process. So they're going to debrine it in the shade and it's not, it's, it's mined on an Island. So it's an old deposit. So you're not getting any microplastics. I, you know, I had all mm-hmm. the testing done anyway, but it doesn't have any of that in it. And they, after they debrine it in the shade, they actually put herbs in it, hmm. herbs and secret ingredients. They won't tell me what, but they, they wash it and spray it, and rake it with all that kind of stuff. And then at about three and a half years, they put it in a special pot and burn it under high flame for days. Wow. 
And so it changes the properties. They say it burns off any impurities and you end up with this amazing salt that if you read the product reviews, I mean, you're just like going, oh my gosh, how is that even possible? So I just Mm. tell people to try it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's, it's just amazing. I'm really curious now. I might grab myself a bottle. That sounds very interesting. So yeah, would, you, you know, would you just add it to water in the morning and drink it or something? I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It comes with a little one sixteenth of a teaspoon scoop. Yeah. And our recommended dose is three of those per day, but it says to start off with what balances on a toothpick once a day. Yeah. And then you kind of work up, you know, from there. But yeah, you can read on the website, uh, people with high blood pressure, frequent urination, just energy issues. I mean, it just goes on and on about how people have been helped, which goes right back to Dr. Batman Gleesh's book that all these problems are caused because of inadequate hydration. And there's a lot of people that were drinking almost a gallon of water. Hmm but they were still not hydrated. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that. How does that work exactly? How, how does the water not get into the cells? Like a lot of people are on a low sodium diet, mm-hmm. but if you don't have some sodium, your body cannot retain water. Yeah. Cause that's part of the pump, the pumping system, right? Yeah. And so like, here's a story, a woman Uh, was having asthma symptoms at night uh, because, you know, she had such frequent urination that she didn't want to get up all night. So she quit drinking water about three in the afternoon. She had high blood pressure. So her doctor said no sodium in your foods. So what was going on is that water preservation, one of the things that the body does, because you lose more water in your respiration than other body functions. Hmm. So your body will squeeze your lungs, your airways to conserve water. And so uh, when you, you know, you quit drinking water and you're not having, you know, the sodium. So another thing is, is high blood pressure. The way that water allocation works in the body is when you're dehydrated, it squeezes your blood vessels to wring out extra water, kind of like a shower faucet, to fill the nerve sheaths with the water to distribute the water to the most important places in the body. And that's based on histamine receptors. Hmm. You know, it, it, the uh, wisdom of the body, you know, there's, you know, if you only have one gallon of water and you need 10, there's going to be the number one place that has to go. And it's, it's controlled through these histamine receptors. Wow. And so the body will squeeze the cardiovascular system to get water out of the bloodstream to send it where it needs to go. And that raises blood pressure. Hmm. So when you start, you know, Dr. Batman Galish has an excellent chapter in the book for somebody in that situation and how to start beginning to add water and the salt to bring up the hydration. And so lo and behold, this gal who started drinking a little water, having a little bit of the salt, the healthy salt, uh, the blood pressure started going down. And, you know, because sodium retains water, the frequent urination stopped. 
So she didn't have to give up drinking water at night. And so then she no longer had asthma symptoms. Wow. That was all chronic dehydration. That's crazy. And people don't realize, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's, uh, that's the most important thing that you can do for your body is to be drinking the right kind of water and be hydrated. And, and so we really do recommend the healthy salt. And then you can see it. People are acid dehydrated. They've got all kinds of issues. They're having chronic infections and they start dosing with the healthy salt and they check their urine strips. And in about a week, two weeks later, all the abnormalities are gone and their symptoms are gone. Hmm. And it's like, you know, it just further shows that, you know, you're causing a lot of your own problems just because you're dehydrated and the body goes into this shutdown mode. It's crazy. You know, it's uh, the little simple things, right? That make the biggest difference. <laughs> yeah. Like getting out in the morning and watching the sunrise when you're barefoot, yeah. sunset, you know, that helps reset the circadian rhythm so much, you know, and you talk about these people being depressed and this and that. I challenge them to go out there and do that for 30 days. They're going to notice a marked improvement and they're going to be sleeping better too. And so, you know, just, yeah, some of the simplest things can be really good for you. What was it? Um, gosh, I don't know. I think it was Charlie Chaplin that maybe said this quote, but it's like the best doctors are, uh, you know, sunshine, a hug, a smile, water, you know, all the, like all the basic things that are free. Yeah. You know, we, we like to get fancy with all bunch of stuff. Cool. Well, anything coming up for you that's exciting? Any, uh, are you developing any new products? Are you getting any events going on? Anything to look forward to? Uh, well, in December, we will have the next shaper. I was mm. issued the utility patent on that. Nice. And What's the next shaper? It is a piece that you put on your face and it comes uh, with a flat handle or a bar and you're able to do a neck flexion exercise to restore oh, curvature to the neck. And uh, we're getting right now, we applied a permit with the city to open up a factory because we're pouring the corresponding neck shaper cushion and low back rolls because there's a movement that you do to lay over them. So you, you turn your... Uh, discs in your spine from a sponge to a liquid, then you lay over them and there's this groove. So your spinous floats and the transverse process is supported. So it actually shifts your bones when you're laying there. And then after 20 minutes, it firms back up. So it's giving your body the memory of a, of a more efficient shape that's not going to be pinching as many nerves and things mm -hmm. like that. And then we also have the power cushion, that actually NFL teams have the New England Patriots, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, and the Jets. And they've, you know, um, the late Marcus Polly just fell dead, you know, couple yeah. last week. But, uh, you know, he had requested more of the cushions, but we're going to be making those cushions because um, low back pain is rated at a hundred billion dollar a year problem. Wow. And a lot crazy. of surgeries aren't working. I mean, I loaned one of the neck shapers out to uh, 
uh, a guy down there that's working with the NFL teams. He loaned it out to somebody who is scheduled for neck surgery after a week of using it. They don't even need neck surgery anymore. Wow. So I'm super excited about spinal fitness and solving that problem. I mean, I grew nine inches in three months. I was ran over by a car. I wasn't supposed to lift my arms. I've been through it and through uh, my long time friendship with Dr. Sugar, who originally worked with the NFL teams came up with these wonderful ways to restore our curvature. And, and I mean, bottom line is your body spends more energy holding you upright in gravity than anything. Yeah. So if we can get that correct curvature, you're going to have less tight muscles. You're going to be moving with expending less energy. You're going to be in less pain. So that's huge. Uh, I also have a way to defuse and degas ozone. So you can mm. make ozonated water without having to breathe it. Uh, that also that's patent pending. Um, I just received a pat the utility patent for the under counter method. So when you turn on your faucet, it could be liquid sanitizer. I can just wow. imagine that's being on cool. the Bobby Flay cooking show with a <laughs> raw chicken breast with a black light just crawling with salmonella, right? And then just rinse it under the water. Wow. And have nothing. That'd be so that's what I'm going to be bringing it to. I'll have to get you back on the show when you launch that product. That's going to be a game changer. <laughs> yeah. So mainly this, the spinal fitness, the ozone degassing, the countertop one. Another thing I do is I challenge people to do the coffee enema, hmm. but a lot of people don't like to do it. So I came up with a way, uh, you know, a 32 ounce glass mason jar with the handle and it's that top screws onto it with a pump so now you can stand up and do a coffee enema wow. in the shower you don't have to lay down you know all this kind of stuff and so uh i mean i've done shows where it's just on coffee enemas and the science behind that uh but so that we're going to have that so that'll be easier for people to use yeah exciting stuff that's that's really cool that ozone man that uh that faucet ozone thing sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next after I do the factory for the spinal fitness. I mean, because we got to do a lot of things for yeah. ventilation and safety. Permits and, and all kinds of All crap. that kind of stuff. So we're right in the middle of that. But uh, then, then we'll be doing that because really every hospital, every restaurant, can you imagine? No listeria, no E. coli, no salmonella because it's just killed on contact. You know, MRSA, none of that can live. It's like liquid sanitizer. Ozone dissolved in water is a miracle hmm. because even drinking it, it's like one molecule of ozone is like 3,500 to 10,000 uh, molecules of bleach. Hmm. And it's like, I can't drink bleach. So how can I drink ozonated water? Well, every cell that's healthy has an enzyme protective coating around it. But if it's infected with a virus or a parasite or a bacteria, it, it's because it lost that enzyme coating. And so when you drink ozonated water on empty stomach, 
three singlets of oxygen, O1, O1, and O1. So it's not even in nature. So that third O1 breaks off and it will destroy cells that are infected or sick or weak. Mm. And, or like if you have a heavy metal, because I mean, the EPA injects ozonated water into groundwater to clean up toxic messes wow, in our environment. I didn't know that. So we're mostly water, right? So, if it's, so that third singlet of oxygen is getting rid of weak and diseased cells, but it's also cleaning up the toxic crap in your body and breaking it down. Now, if that's not enough miracle to get you on board, I don't know what would be, but the leftover byproduct of O3 is pure O2. Now, oxygen, that's the other thing. Sedentary lifestyles, indoors, not getting enough oxygen, just like the water. There's a hierarchy. If you have enough oxygen, then all your cells are going to be protected with that enzyme coating. But it will selectively cause cells to lose that based on where oxygen gets used. Hmm. So it's like, you know, you don't have enough oxygen, then cells become more susceptible to infection. But you drink the ozonated water, it's getting rid of all the weak cells, the toxins, but then it's boosting your oxygen metabolism so more cells will be protected. I mean, drinking ozonated water it's just a wonderful thing to do. And now that I have the invention that you don't have to worry about leaving the room and turning on an exhaust fan and damaging your yeah. lungs, you can literally just ozonate this in this container that completely gets rid of it. And then you have this wonderful water to drink. Hmm. And it doesn't, when you, let's say you pour it into a glass, does that water, like, does it not disassociate or something? I mean, does it not like dissolve or basically become normal again after, I don't know, five minutes or something? About 20 minutes later, it depends on the temperature of the water. The yeah. colder it is, the longer it lasts. Right. But basically the O3 breaks off in the water and it yeah. becomes O2. But when you're diffusing or you're venturi injecting ozone into water, water will only hold so much ozone gas in solution. The rest of mm -hmm. it goes to the air. Yeah. And so when it's mixed and diffused in there, it stays in there, but then it has that chemical reaction where the oxidation happens. Yeah. And so that's why you want to make it and consume it within about 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, another machine that we're going to be having arrive in February, we sold out, but we made some improvements to this one. And it's used for uh, the medical cannabis industry because it's ozonated water. You just screw a hose in, screw a hose out. They're like filling a bucket and then they're fogging with it. They're uh, spraying with it. It produces dissolved ozone of four part per million. They did a study where they smeared the walls with cow shit and there were 51 pathogens in that wall. And then they sprayed it with ozonated water at different concentrations to figure out what would kill everything. Four part per million is the magic number. And mm. so when you mist and spray 
all these plants, it gets rid of powdery mildew, mold, fungus, all these things that are plaguing the plants. And beyond that, any insect larvae before it's hatched, the ozonated water blows a hole through what they call cell lysing into the insect egg. So now they're using this and it's reducing the chemicals. And and like when they did the study on growing uh, cucumbers and onions, the plants produce 40% more crop. So right now I have people using it, they're growing and they are using less neem oil. They're not having any counts of the bad stuff. It's just absolutely amazing uh, what's going on there. I have people that, you know, like every year the bird flu kills millions of chickens. And so I've got people in that industry using ozonated water with their birds And it's absolutely amazing. They don't have to clean the algae out of any of the troughs anymore. Their birds are drinking more water because normally use about 5% of the birds. I got this one place that's got about 400 birds. They didn't lose any of them at all. And so it's, it's really um, something to have a portable device. Hmm. I mean, I use it in my garden. I just spray stuff, you know, and you know, everything grows better and, works good. So ozonated water is just something that we should all be using. That's, that's crazy. That's really interesting about the, uh, the animal and pesticide stuff. I mean, that could be a solution to using all these stupid chemicals. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, you know, let's reduce what we're doing. You know, we want to stay away from all that stuff and, and, you know, anything we can do the better. Well, what are you most grateful for today, Eileen? I am just grateful for another day. I mean, we never know, you know, if we had tomorrow. I mean, I recently lost my husband, suddenly died. And, you know, it just uh, changes your perspective about taking things one day at a time, enjoying the journey. You need to be in the present moment instead of thinking about a destination all the time. You know, yeah. every every day we might be in the middle and we've got great opportunity to, you know, do something wonderful, you know, and so uh that's that's my main thing is enjoying the journey and uh just thankful for another day. you enjoyed that interview with my friend Eileen. You know, today we are living in a world of great opportunity, but at the same time, it comes with the cost of a lot of things that we didn't have before, like toxins <laughs> and problems that, uh, you know, they're not necessarily obvious because they are invisible. You know, these types of things, they float around in the air, in your sweat, in your body. They're like little microplastics. They get in everywhere without us necessarily realizing that they're there. And so this is a very important thing about living life today, because just as you have to be very decisive with the things that you want in your life, 
you know, the things that you are creating, having a vision for your life, uh, you know, creating a business, creating a project, creating a relationship, creating your career, a house, a family, whatever it is, you have to be very decisive because there's so many options today. At the same time, in the same vein, we have to be very decisive and intentional in choreographing our dance of life, right? The dance, the routine that you go through, that's your dance of life, the the rhythm of every day. What does that look like for you based on your habits and your decisions? And we have to be very intentional with that choreography. Uh, and part of that is the things that we don't want, right? So one of them is the toxins, whether that's toxic people or toxic, you know, chemicals in our life, we don't want those. And so we have to create a set of rules and pay attention. So I hope this episode has empowered you with a couple great action points, a lot of great stuff in this interview. So go check it out, creatrixsolutions.com. Put a link for it on the podcast show notes. And as always, I appreciate you for being here. Make sure you subscribe if if it's your first time. Share it with anybody who needs to hear this message today about detoxing, learning more about toxins, living a healthier life, so important. And let's not forget, tough times never last, but tough people do. Dr. Robert Schuler. You know, if you are here today, right now with me, it means you've survived 2020. And that means something. You know, this this year is full of opportunity. It's a brand new year, brand new chance to take all the lessons that we learned forward into new areas of our life. And this is the key. So keep going, keep pushing, create good habits, and you will always come out on top. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in on Tuesday for Transformation Tuesday. We are going to do some timeless business hacks. On Friday, I interview podcasting and entrepreneurship expert Travis Brown, who's helped so many people form successful businesses and podcasts. I think uh, his total downloads is something like 2 million or something like that with all the podcasts that he's helped. So great conversation. If you've ever wanted to explore podcasting uh, and learn more about how to leverage it for your brand, your business, your personal projects, you know, your nonprofit, I mean, podcasting is huge. It's growing right now like crazy and it's better than ever a time to join and do it. So if you've ever been curious Tune in Friday if you know anybody in your life who's curious, uh, who wants to learn more. Maybe they just got started out. They want some pointers and some help or support. Tell them to check out next Friday, this Friday's episode with Travis. It's going to be a great conversation. You don't want to miss it. A lot of great stuff about how to use podcasting to leverage your business. Great tool. A lot of fun. We'll see you then. Until then, don't forget your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. For more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.